When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Giddy Up, the Weekend Review with Jack Dickens. What a great week- weekend it was at Caulfield. I thought the track played beautifully. We had some terrific racing. The Memsey was one to remember for a long time with the performance there of uh, um, uh, Mr. Brightside, who was excellent to sit off the track and be too strong for I Wish I Win. Princess Grace and also Alligator Blood were in the firing line when... The Bersuaders were cracking, and it was uh, a terrific race, uh, the Memsey Stakes in 2023. It was a terrific support program. So to analyse all of this with us is Jack Dickens from the Mailbag. G'day, Dicko. Good morning, G. Um, the Bersuaders, eh? Yeah. Um, Narrative stuff. What did you What did you think of the Memsey Stakes? It was a great race, and I think full credit to Craig Williams because – he was talking after race, saying that he walked the track and he didn't mind that if he was caught a little bit wide, he just wanted to try and keep that horse, Mr. Brightside, in some rhythm. And in the end, Mr. Brightside was able to achieve another terrific victory and he got the job done in sensational fashion, Mr. Brightside. And I might replay the Memsey stakes for you. Mr. Brightside joining in. Princess Grace behind them. Darts up underneath of them. And I wish I win's got out and coming as well. Mr. Brightside up to Alligator Blood at the 100. Then I wish I win Princess Grace. Mr. Brightside fins them off and wins again. Mr. Brightside has won it from a photo between I wish So what I did you make Princess of the race, Dicko? Mr. Brightside, I think we all know that he's gone to another level, this preparation. I thought that uh, Craig Williams' ride was... Wait for age group one stuff. I think there's a concern with the Caulfield track though. Um, yep. Again, we saw the inside as a disadvantage. Um, I, I just thought it was really cool. The bright side crews are like a good crew for race. Of horses with me. And right, it's just genuinely like happy for them. You know, like what a ride they're on. The, the way they've ridden this horse, this preparation is, is aggressive and positive and they're there to win. And racing's better for it. Um, I, I think this horse is, is special. This race isn't special, though. They've gone really slow. So it's sort of a, a sit and sprint home. I thought Luke Nolan's ride on I Wish I Win was as good as they get. I was really, really impressed with his ride. Um, that horse is it's no knock. They just, they just flew, flew home. So I think um, kind of to Alligator Blood's benefit long term, this run. Um, but not necessarily sets up perfectly for him to win a race, but a really good kickoff point for that horse. Um, and, and just graze you up with amenable. Who's the, the sort of flashing light run, but it's off a really, uh, soft early tempo. So how that stacks up in a stronger race will the market and you got to decide when you get there, but, um, yeah, a phenomenal race and a great day's racing in, in Melbourne. So basically, what happened in the Memsey Stakes? Then they just went awfully slow. So if you're on and if base, Craig, if, if Craig went back, he gee, loses. He, he yep. wouldn't have won. So and, to sit three wide, no cover. And, but I don't think 
like when we're reviewing and we're doing the form the next time this, these horses go around and you you know you and I will sit down and we'll go well there was three wide no cover last start and as a rule let's say it's worth two lengths I think on Saturday you probably only give it one length because yeah. the inside was a disadvantage but it's still not a good spot to be in and it's full credit like absolute full credit to the horse the connections that the stable's doing a phenomenal job with this horse and but, um you just cannot deny it but, but sometimes there's a, there's, a, there's a day of like Good horses doing good things yeah. and, and good riders stepping up. But sometimes when you're three wide without cover and you've got a jockey that can rate their horse and they can keep them out of trouble, and if you think that you're on the best horse in the race, sometimes that's an 11 out of 10 ride, as you just pointed out. Yeah, um, and like what we saw last prep, they kind of protected him early on and just sort of cuddled him to get into these these races at the back end of a, of a prep, which he, which he delivered in. And yeah. it's another like sort of angle to it is, well they've been a lot more aggressive with this horse early on in the preparation. How's he going to handle it the back end of preparation? Now, there's going to be two lines of thinking, but one's going to be the narrative that everyone's on at the moment, that he's a superstar, a freak and a champion, and he's he's improved again. But the, the opposing view will be that, well, it's a different preparation and maybe he's going to taper off. He's not going to be able to go as deep as he went last last prep. And, yeah. and that's the, the beauty of this sport when you get away from the wagering side of it and just these proper, proper horses. Well, what's he got? What is he? is he? How good is he? And we're going to find out. I so I think Mr. Brightside's. I think his best chance of winning big races in the spring, like the big grand finals, in a way, the King Charles. I think he should go there, and also the Champions Mile. I think there is two races. I don't know if they go down that path in the Cox Plate. Can he? Can he deliver that type of turn of foot and class? In a in a cox well, plate over two thousand meters. But, but he has got tactical speed now. He handles yep. the valley. Um, the the Cox Plate's often a really good platform to go back to, say that Champions Mile. So like if 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 I owned him and yep. he was he was going super, he was sound and he was happy, I'd look to go Cox Plate into that Champions Mile. Okay. Um, unsure where the timing sits with those other races in Sydney, but um, you know, they could end up treating the Cox Plate as a bit of a, you know, building run for yep. the for the Grand Final. I don't know. I think there's a good race in Princess Grace. Um, maybe the Empire Rose during that Flemington Carnival. She was on in the wrong part of the track. Um, wrong part of the track. Right rider. He's yeah. riding so well. Blackshin, even even yesterday. Like, I, I backed one yesterday in race maybe three at Geelong, and he was caught wide early, Blackshin, and he just rolled forward and took the race by the scruff of the neck. He is riding as the best in Melbourne, I think. And um, that horse has a lot of options because he can drop right back in grade and um, but still in a group one. It can go back to its own... Sex, um, I wish I wins an interesting one. It was a slowly run race, so you thought it would have suited him with his turn of foot, but he looked like he was going to win at the 100, and he just faded. Peter Moody, I think Peter Moody, if you asked him over a, a beer, um, would say that this horse's best trip would be a mile and that he could definitely train him for a Cox Plate. So he needs to try and freshen this horse up now and get him to make sure that he's got some... Um, spring in his legs for a 1,200-metre contest like the Everest. And looking at the Everest at the moment, and you have a look at the, the horses that are in and have cemented their spot, they're all horses that come off the pace. And with no Eduardo and no nature strip in this year's Everest, um, he'll be hoping that a horse like an overpass might be getting a start in the Everest because he needs tempo on to win an Everest, like they did say in that TJ Smith I, well, yes and no. He showed a bit of versatility on Saturday. Showed some tactical speed, and that's the big, big edge to this horse's arsenal. 
Uh, if I had an Everest slot, I, I'd be trying to get Asfura. That that was a big, big, fat number. Yeah. Fresh. Big, fatty. Biggest of the day. Proper horse. She's a freak, man, and she could just get better. I think uh, the, the question mark with Asfura is a strong 1,200 metres, especially up that rise there at Ramwick. Look, if I was going to find out and I owned her, I want to do it in an Everest. God, yeah. like, God bless his horse. Freak. Very, very good. Well, she was off the track and couldn't win a, a quokka. Yeah, well, travelling into Perth's not an easy thing to do. I mean, look what the old champ, shout out to Robert Smurden, he bought that. He bought Nature, Ship, Nature Strip. You know they passed him in? 100% they did. Yeah, Unbelievable. They <laughs> passed it, all those judges and they well, passed in the, the, the greatest sprinter. Mr. Brightside went for what? $22,000. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, he he was never the same horse when when they went overseas. Now, if I owned him, I wouldn't regret. I would not regret going overseas. No. But the, the numbers don't lie. He come back from from his famous win at Ascot, and he just never got back to the level he was at. So, you know, traveling horses is an easy thing to do. Um, it's a lot easier to take us for, uh, you know, down the Hume Highway to to, um, to Royal Randwick than it is to go to Ascot. But um, Perth Ascot, I'm talking. Oh, I really, I'm really, really impressed with that horse. And she looked to the eye to just be traveling deluxe, like yep. TB style traveling deluxe. I didn't expect it to be such a big fatty number-wise, rating-wise, but it was. Um, I think she's pretty special. I, and I thought I thought Benedetta was a really good kickoff run. You? Yeah. Benedetta, I, thought, I think she's a group one horse as well. I, I think mm. around the valley she'll be tough to beat. Um, Phenomenal ride, Stackhouse. Yeah. Just bravery. Um Courage made the race. I'd rather as back and ride to cold. I'd rather as than Benedetta. Yeah, but I'd be sort of like wouldn't be blown if I copped either. No, um, I think Benedetta that camp wouldn't mind a, a chat about an Everest. But there's that Mooney Valley race, the Moya that is over a thousand meters. It's just around the corner. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how their campaigns play out. Paracel, we'll talk about that race in just a moment. I just want to finish up on the Memsey Stakes. So I wish I wins on target for the Everest. Alligator Blood, is there a good race in him? 100%, he's flying. Maybe the Underwood, 1,800 metres? Anything he wants. Well, the Maccabi Diva, I think he goes to next. Well, you know you know, he's going to get every possible from the, the way he's ridden. Yep. Um, there's a really nice little tick over, like first up performance for the horse. Um, he, he was thirsty to chase the line. He, he ran past the leader. That's a concern, Anavisto. My God. What happened to that horse? Now it was disappointing. Damien Lane said after the race that he led and it just wasn't her day. So, um, mm, yeah, under the, the trials sort of suggested it might not be her day yeah. and it wasn't her day. And I think you need to be very, very careful with Anavisto. I don't reckon we'll see that horse too I've many got more one, times. I've got one for you, Dicko, for the mm. Maccabi Diva Stakes. I, th- I think over the mile back to Flemington and hopefully with a little bit more tempo in the race... I think Ozapenko's a bet. He was a good effort there on Saturday. Um, buried back towards the back of the field, and I liked his work after the line. Yeah, inferior lanes, third yep. fastest, last 200 of the race. Um, a proper horse, uh, just getting through his gears. I agree, wasn't suited, was good. Be a big tick if they can keep the services of uh, Marky Mark Zara. I think, I think Marky Zara will stick with that horse heading towards the Maccabi Diva. So let's look at the Memsey Stakes. Some good runs out of that. In then the we, Memsey, bro. Yep. Um, the McCafe 1100 stakes. As Fura was too strong, it was an arrogant victory in the end. I don't think 
out of that race. You can follow too many horses. What'd you make of Magic Time? She loomed up. Okay, like a nice tick over, like starting point. I think yep. we need to have a chat. You need to have a good chat to Uncle Wayne. No, I mean, Mark Crusader's finished. I think I, I, he'll Look. explain this to us on the means test. He just can't breathe. I don't think at the moment, Mark Crusader. So obviously mm. that throat operation didn't work. Yeah, well, he was tipping us all into him anyway. Um, maybe yeah. they don't know that much. Um, Midwest G. Well, I think everybody says that, like, you control and you can do what Mask Crusader did, but until you're under race pressure, you talk to any horse trainer, Jack, you don't know if that throat operation has worked. Mm. Oh, I'm with you. I, I, that's sort of what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, I thought Midwest was really good. I was on it, so a little, little pinch of bias, but um, capable of winning a race over 1,000 metres. I'd love to see him at, uh, love to see it at the Valley. Yeah. Um. The rest of them are sort of there or thereabouts, aren't they? I mean, Kalos was good. Kalos was pretty good. Potentially, it finds a softer race, the right race, and, and can be really competitive. You know, like, as Fura, I think, special. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Midwest has beat all bar it. I, I think Midwest, off that big fatty SP, will have to be a decent enough price wherever it goes <laughs> next two starts. And, uh, yeah, I'd likely want to be with it because it's going to be getting every possible probably wherever it races. It's 8.27. Just with Esfura, there's not much for her in the spring because I think Henry believes she's at her best over 1,000, 1,100 metres, and there's not too many races like that for her at Group 1 level in the spring. In the autumn, there's a, there's a few more other options, like you've got the Galaxy um, and Oakley Plate where she can hopefully get into the race pretty well at the weights. She's probably been half a victim of the Caulfield. um, And she's not a Mooney Valley horse because she gets back. Probably not a Sandown horse. So I was trying to say like the Caulfield renovation probably cost her a little bit. um, And the Moya, you would think the Moya would be right up her alley. But as Henry said, she hasn't really performed that well at the Valley because of her, her pattern. But, she's um, got that high cruising speed and that's what we can get as a punter. You can get sucked into this. So, She's got a high cruising speed, but if you go to a Group One thousand meter race, you need like it's it's not cruising. You, you they're no. going hell for leather, so it's a little bit different, and it can sort of blow a few of them up. Yeah, um, I, I'd love to see her over twelve hundred meters. Sometimes they just walk in the first sort of third of that race, and that might suit her. So just with the the Cockrum Stakes, Paracel's in great form. She was brave. Rotarataki, I thought was great. Yeah, good. And um Jake, she had a lovely run and. She, I thought, wrote to her Arataki was a bit better than her in the concluding stages there, but she was first up since the spring. The great wrote to Arataki man. was better than her, but yep. there is probably more scope for improvement with the uh, Cest yep. the Geek. What, a, what about in the Heatherly Geek? stakes? Is that what we're saying? Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, Seema Geek. That's how you Seema Geek. Yeah, how do you say it? Anyway, something like that. Cest Geek. Yeah, it's definitely not like that. Got um, God, oh. Just having a look at the Melbourne Cup yeah, markets. Welcome, pal. Just at the moment, we've got Sulcum. What price can we get Sulcum? Because they tell, like, we haven't seen a turn of foot from that horse since he's arrived in this country. We all thought that he needs 2,400 metres plus. But he sprinted like, I wish I win the concluding stages there of that race. And well in, and truly. Yeah, in, he in, did. In the Melbourne Cup at the moment... Um, Solcom for bet at seven dollars, like he's on the second line of betting now at eleven dollars. Um, if I had to take a horse in Australia, it'd be Solcom right now. I like that without a fight, is it? Without a fight, yes, for the Freedmans. Uh, they they've walked early here. He has absolutely hooned home, 
and I think added to his arsenal as a horse, but they have walked and, you know, a walk Which over shouldn't suit that horse. Meters. Should not suit that horse. He, he's, he's been well, running like a... I don't know. Like a, third prep now, Australia. Third prep, Uncle Chris. Uh, I don't know. Like, just... It's, it's certainly not a form reference for me for a 3,200-meter race, but um, it's a really nice performance. Yeah. Good turn of foot. Uh, Aussie, Aussie and... Uh, your man, um, Johnny. Johnny, they'd have to be. They'd have to like just be. They would have sort of jokingly texted about a Cox Plate off the back of that run. Well, they probably might go to a Cox Plate. It'd be interesting to see what they have to say now. Um, I would have just texted Uncle Chris and said, it's de- it's, "Thoughts it's, on a thoughts on a WS." It's, it's definitely not going to the Metropolis. I think it's high in the betting there, but it just can't go the Sydney way. Um, Stuart wants to know, can you ask Tico if he thinks V8 could be the Cox Plate three-year-old horse? I know he's still a long time to go, but apparently oh, had a lot of improvement mate. from the yard on Saturday. Who is this? This is from Stuart. Stuart, make sure they send you a hat, a shirt. What else you got in there, Jay? Um, we've got a, I don't think that's all we've got these days. Oh, we've got sweaters. What about the round with a card or some? Yeah. Anyway, get to your point. Outstanding, outstanding fine from Stewie. This horse was heavy. It paraded okay. It trialed only okay. Its win was outstanding. It was in inferior lanes. It killed him. Uh, I reckon this horse has the most upside of these younger progressive horses from Caulfield. I really, really, really like this horse and um, I wouldn't put anything beyond it. So if you like it in a Cox Plate, I'd be niggling the yard. I'd ring up. You know what I'd do, Gareth? Probably shouldn't say this, but I'd ring up the stable and inquire about buying a horse and go, hey, by the way, what are you doing with V8? They won't sell I'll tell V8. you. And V8 you might be able to find to out where it's going and have a little grand final bet on it because it is a good horse. There's an exciting campaign ahead of it, and I wouldn't put anything beyond it. V8's going straight to the Caulfield Guineas, or he might have a run in a, in a Guineas prelude, then to the Caulfield Guineas. So they were thinking about the Great Golden information, Rose. that, G. So we need to be careful of backing that horse next start because it's yep. just a run. Caulfield Guineas, V8. Correct. There you go. And then maybe the Cox Plate. Usually if they run well in a Animo Caulfield Guineas. Yep. Uh, so, who did it the year before? Um, I think Legacies was good. I think she'll be hard to beat in a flight stakes. I like her. And nice horse and going good. And there's a horse that you should follow and put into your black book. Now he needs to do a few things right, and he's always he's got the light on, on the on the top of his head. But geez, Shalite, like, what are you talking about? Shalite's a good horse. Which one? Shalite, Kenny Keys's horse. Casey Keys, Kenny Keys. She light. She light. Yep. Yeah, she light. Oh yeah, it comes out of the V8 race. I thought they were both really good. She yep. light was. Back way worse in midfield where he couldn't win from on Saturday. Um, it was a very nice run. That was second up. So you'd anticipate less improvement in it than V8. But options galore for Kenny Keys and the team. That's a good horse. They're the two out of that race that I sort of highlighted. I thought the other horses on the card that were sort of good runs and exciting. Were, Unanimous was a good run. A yes. sneaky little black booker for the punter at home earlier in the day. Um, don't know what to do with Heinberg. You know, and second, third, and fourth are all pretty good in that race. Um, That's a good horses race. Shelton Lane and Reinberg, I think. Uh, I think they're on the upward spiral, the, the bunch of them. They were good runs. Even Rogue Trader was a nice um, yep. performance, I thought. It was a, yeah. And Avisto has been retired, by the way. Well, there you um, go. Thanks to our listeners for letting us know there. None thought was pretty good, I thought. Um, I think that race overrated, G. Which one? Nunthorpe's. Yeah, just the way that she did it, this daughter of playing God. Um 
I love it. So that's the Western Australian sort of. Yeah, but root, I, I like. Yeah, throw a bit playing, of playing God in there. No, playing gods, that will get a little bit better as well. So, and I tell you what, talking about WA, Uncle Bob's back, isn't he? Frigid and devoted, and well, Tate and Bull take a take a bow. She rode those horses better than W Pike could there on Saturday. Well, I think yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. Shout out to Jimbo, regular listener. He's a massive sneaky leaky fan. Johnny Lee Junior uh, as well take a bow. And I just thought, well. Her ride on Devoted was 11 was, out of 10. Ah, uh, there was some phenomenal riding on Saturday, like really proper stuff. It was it was great to see if you're on them. It was painful to see if you weren't, I'd assume. Don't know. Can't remember. But, um, God, there were some good rides. Like there were some great rides on beaten horses. Uh, I think if you had a bet on Saturday at Caulfield, unless you had an early bet on one that was drawn inside, you, you sort of got your money's worth, don't you reckon? Yeah, and... You had to listen to Giddy Up um, during the week as well. Our stable mail and our interviews were um, right on the money. Jacko did a wonderful job getting the right trainers. But Benny Hayes, uh, Will Hayes and JD Hayes, but JD Hayes wasn't far off with here to shock. Um, so, yeah. So um, Here to shock was a good run. Correct. Sort of just presented to win and then thought about it a little bit, I reckon. But Devoted killed him, kicked the heads in. Here the shocks run a nice figure for it. I thought Colino was a good run in that race. Regards Marie's just there or thereabouts. Yep. Hard horse to handle. I reckon there's a sneaky run out the back. What do you reckon it was? In that race? Yeah. Um, I'll give you a hat if you guess it. Let's roll the dice. Oh, shit. Don't swear. I hope- I hope Paps is listening. We're going to have to give you a hat. That's right. Let's roll the dice. Um, I love what it is. But did. you can Didn't have you? it. You can have it. Let's roll the dice. Little Bros is a few text oh, messages. You don't going, like it? No. Little Bros is going to the, I reckon he'll have to go to the Caulfield Guineas now. Hey, Dick, I've run out of time. Have you got horses to follow? I've got Wayne Hawks texting me some ridiculous stuff as I speak to you. So I lost attention a little bit there. But, um, and he's coming up for the means test. But can you just let me know, Dick, our horses to follow? Let's roll the dice as one of those. Oh, I, th- I sort of just threw them out as we were going through. Yep. Um, Let's roll uh, the dice from the last race. V8 and Sheelight. Yes. I um, think Ozapenko is a horse that you can follow going forward. Princess Grace, Alligator Blood. Um, I wish I win. Amendable, those type of horses. And another horse. Asura. You need to get on Kent Jr. if he's not got too many other commitments. Um, find out where he's a shocker's going. He's a shock. will be going towards the Flemington, Maccabi um, Diva, those type of races. Okay. Yeah. Lovely, lovely little kickoff for it. Um, you have a phenomenal All week. All right, then. I'll, I'll talk to you later See on. You, Eight thirty-six. Let's take the news. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.